Blog Talk Radio. What's up, everybody? It's the mayor of Slamtown, Johnny Mundo, and you're listening to On the Mat Radio with Fabi Chulo. About ready to set it off up in here. I got my nice brand new microphone set up, whatever, so that I don't have to use my hands anymore, which is awesome. I sent a picture to Cody Rhodes so he can check it out, but... It's legit, guys. You gotta see it. It's legit. We we might have to post it. I don't know, but at least Uh, I don't have to be holding this thing because it's so small. You have to pinch it, like like if you're smoking a joint. That's how small (laughs) the mic is. So so it worked out. It worked out. Dude, there's nothing even in the cup, but I I just tape it to the cup, and it's so small it still stays. It's like you don't even have to have any liquid in it. But anyway, rocking there. I know it's it's funny it's it's just great but at least I'm hands free now. Um, That's good. <laughs> for the people listening to us, you're here. You're at on the mat radio with their host Bobby Chulo, and of course I got my man Cody Rhodes bringing us in and out. Don't forget you can always go to onthemat.com, check out all the latest information and stuff we've got going on over there. Um, I don't know for sure. You, I haven't been able to get on there, but I'm pretty sure they had. You know, we talk a lot about Tenth Planet and and. Um, the rubber guard and all that. And I'm always saying, I can't do that. I'm too fat. Rubber guard? Yeah, I can't. I don't can't, remember I can't, rubber guard. Yeah, I can't I'm, do I'm all that, that. Yeah, all that uh, twisting and stuff like that. So, Rafael Lovato Jr., who who preaches and the, the pressure pass system where uh-huh. he just puts the pressure on you, even when he goes to move or whatever, he just constantly has that pressure on you. Uh, he went to one of the Tenth Planets to go do a seminar or something, and he was showing how the you know he puts the pressure on to you know even if you yeah. put him in the specific yeah it was really cool i don't know if they have it up on on the mat or whatever you could check it out if not we'll make sure we get some highlights or something up there because it was really cool i got a lot of, of people texting me and, and shooting me emails and stuff going dude you gotta check that out so i haven't yet but i will so hopefully we can get that up there and don't forget you can always go to my lucky com. check out all the information as far as getting yourself a new lucky gee like we talk about all the time they have the specials where they, um, uh-huh. you know, like they have like one or two geese and they'll blow them out real quick. F- unfortunately for us, they're always size A1 or A2, which wouldn't fit around one arm. But once they get them A5s going, sixes will Yeah, there. I know. So Scotty Nelson, just put that bug in here. Phil Velasquez yeah. uh, over there, we're just letting you know what's up, man. Appreciate it. So Yeah, exactly. Anyways, I'm I'm so sorry. I mean – I, I try to communicate with Cody Rhodes during the week, but our schedules are so different and stuff like that. I I call him sometimes the day before, but most of the time right on the day because I'm rushing around to the last minute. But Cash Bell, big fight coming up. We've had him on the show before. Um, he's going to be fighting in Hawaii, which is cool, man. I mean, if you got to travel, going to Hawaii is legit. I'd be like, uh, oh, yeah. can, can, I, can I get up there? Well, even if you do get up there a couple of days earlier, you're still in training, cutting weight and all that, but still that's the place to be. So got him coming. I'm going to talk about that. Uh, wrestling season is here. Um, like the the small tournaments and stuff are coming up before, like, you know, the high school dual meets and stuff hit. So I'm going to talk to him a little bit about that. That's going to be about the 745 um, mark. But um, I, was telling, I was telling Cody before we went on the air, Kevin Casey, who's – a uh, good friend of the show has been on, um, you know, a couple times. Uh, trains at Black House, trains at Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, the original Gracie Jiu-Jitsu with uh, Henner Gracie and Heat on Gracie and everybody over there. 
I'm going to talk to him a little bit about some jiu-jitsu. I mean, Cody Rhodes, we talk about this a lot, but, I mean, jiu-jitsu is just, like, the hot topic now. There's so much going on. There's, you know, uh, the submission tournaments. There's EBI, Eddie Bravo Invitational, Fight to Win. Um, Of course, the Abu Dhabi uh, Championships. I mean, there's just a ton going on. Today, Cody Rhodes, as a matter of fact, they're having the – in Vegas – they're having something called the quintet, and we, I, I don't, I don't completely understand the rules. It, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's it's teams of four. I mean, it's four teams with one, two, three, with with five on each team. But what it is is the first guy that you send out, if he wins, he stays in and goes against the next guy. So he can, one guy can can fight up to five times, and the other four don't have to do nothing. I mean, so I don't it, – it, it's weird how that works. So that's going on tonight in Vegas, and the teams it's, – it's a trip how they did it because Team UFC, of course, and then it's Team Pride from back in the Pride days, which, which Kazuchi Sakuraba is in the tournament as well as the captain. And then they uh-huh. had Strike Force, Team Strike Force, and they had Team WEC. So Cody Rhodes back in the day, WEC was on fire, man. That was, for lack of a better term, the feeder system – for the UFC and uh, dudes like Uriah Faber, Chad Mendez, uh, Cub Swanson, Jose Aldo, they all yeah. fought over there. Even, even Mark Munoz, um, that's where he was uh, really hot. He's on the team too. So they're doing that right now. So we won't be able to get the results. But I mean, it's just, there's so, the point I'm trying to make is there's so many different jujitsu uh, tournaments and shows and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, there's a lot there. out there. Yeah, before it used to be like the North American Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation, and that's it. So, but now we got a whole bunch coming on. So not only that, it's funny because as I'm as I'm looking for everything and I'm I'm trying to check out the lineups, I come across and and I wanted to talk about this before, but I haven't had a chance to. Um, Cody Rhodes, have you heard of a of a Jiu-Jitsu competition called High Rollers? Uh-uh. Nope, okay, I haven't. Now, when you think of a Jiu-Jitsu tournament called High Rollers. What comes to mind? Um, high rollers. Something to do with big guys that See, roll around. That's, that's the thing. The same thing I thought. I thought high rollers like big money, like big money. You know, it's high rollers. You put in a certain amount of money, but it is actually high rollers where they smoke a, a joint before they go out oh, to, God, to compete. Really? Yeah, and I guess it's to put everybody on the same playing field. Or you know to mellow you out, or to see how well you do mm-hmm. while you're um while you're high. I guess I, I that's again, interesting. Was that even in, though, in Colorado? No, I I can't remember exactly where it was. I've seen it before, and I was just scrolling through to get some information, and I forgot about it. And, and I don't know if you and your opponent split a joint, or you have to smoke a certain amount. The same as you, I mean, there's a lot of things. A lot of questions. <laughs> so I'm gonna do some research on that and try to um, try to figure out the specifics of that. To me, I, th- I think, as a matter of fact, I think Jeff Glover has competed in that. So I'm gonna see if I can give him a call and get him on here and talk a little bit what about kind that. What kind of what kind of martial arts is it? A jiu-jitsu jiu-jitsu tournament. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Sorry, so so you and, yeah, you and your opponent both. Both take some tokes or whatever, and then you go against each other. So, I, I mean, to me, it's, it, it, it seems like you'd just be mellowed out, and and I don't know if it has anything to do with your strength or keep your mind 
you know, focused on your techniques or whatever is very interesting. So we'll we'll, we'll check that out and, and see what's happening on that. So I, I gotta check. I gotta find out the specifics on that because when I saw it, I'm yeah. like, dude, that that is crazy. But anyways, so we'll check that out. But also uh, before we went on the air, Cody Rhodes and I were talking about uh, the fights that were on ESPN. You know, I'm always complaining, Cody, about how you know you got to go on an app. And yeah. All that. So every prelims, everything was on ESPN, which is great. So I got to see him. The fights, I'm going to say they were okay. There were some, some pretty good fights. But our main man, Tim Dirty Bird Means, from Fit NHB in Albuquerque. Remember I was telling you how he broke up a fight with a backpack and, and uh, Muay Thai kick pads and everything on, his, on yeah. his back? He fought and looked great, man. He was took a couple of shots against Thiago Alves at the beginning. But, dude, he hit him with that straight left hand and boom, bacatela si se acabó. Went down, finished him off, grabbed him in the guillotine, choked him out. It was great. So not only did he get that win and, you know, look really good in his win, they they renewed his contract. I don't know. They, they didn't give the specific details, but they renewed his contract with the UFC, which is great, man, because he – that's one of the guys, not just because, you know, uh, we know who he is and, you know, I've, I've been over there to Albuquerque and um, also called his wife's fight, uh, Brenda Boom Boom Gonzalez. Uh, means, uh, but but a super nice guy. I mean, always nice to me or whatever. So I'm so glad. I was dying, man. I wanted him to knock him out so bad, and he did. So it was great. So props to him. Maybe we can get Brenda on um, next week or something. Talk to her about that and see if maybe we can get him to come on and say a couple of words like Tito did last week. So so props to him. But anyways, with the point I'm trying to make before we get, uh, get um, our man Kevin Casey in here. We were talking before we went on the air, and I was telling him how Alistair Overeem had his fight. The, the guy's name escapes me at the because it was really hard. Um, the guy he fought, I can't remember his name. Um, dude, it was like Jazina or something like that. I can't remember. But Alistair was doing well in the fight. It was kind of, you know, a little strategy going back and forth. But I was uh-huh. telling Cody, he, he, dude, he got, first of all, getting hit by a heavyweight, is is enough, but getting hit with the four ounce glove cleanly right in the mouth. I mean, he split his lip wide open. I mean, it looked as bad as you see it on the picture. Yeah. It looked worse when when he hit him. So, did you, did you get a chance to see that, Cody Rhodes? Ah, uh, no. Let me oh, yeah, look you, it up. If you get a chance, if you're, if you're on the um on the internet, Alistair over it's A L L I S T A R. Over him, <laughs> you put look up busted lip and you'll see it. But the thing is, there was he was doing okay in that fight. I think he was going to pull out a decision, but there was only I think it was four minutes and fifty six seconds left in in. I mean, that was a time, so there was only a few seconds left in the fight. He was able to get up, but as soon as um, Mergliata saw the the lip, he's like, oh. And the doctor looked at now, nah, man, this lip's horrible. I'm gonna stop the fight. Blah blah blah, whatever. But I think if they would have let him go, I mean, you could couldn't do too much damage in in four seconds, right, Cody? Oh gosh! Oh my gosh! No. You saw it? I just saw. It. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, uh, it, it's wicked. It's bad. It's yeah. Bad. Yeah. So as as we say and as we talk, we've had referees hurting. Flesh wound. Yeah, I mean, it's like blown it open, right? Yeah, it's it's. Laceration. <laughs> yeah, Damn. big time. So, but of course, I mean, I referee, can understand why the ref stopped it in four yeah. seconds. It's freaking. Yeah, because 
It's like it's um it's fighter safety first. I I get that, but dude, I mean, he probably could have last. I mean, he could have even grabbed him and it would have you know took up a, a, those four seconds or whatever. But anyways, had to, had to stop it. You know, fighter safety first or whatever. So if you get a chance, if you didn't get to see the fight, check that out because that lip was wicked, man. But anyways, props uh-huh. to Brogliata, man. He, you know, he puts the fighter first or whatever. He's got to do what he's got to do. And it sucks because the, the referees are damned if they do and they're damned if they don't. So. Oh, no, I totally agree. I mean, yeah, cause as when a you medical first see professional, that, uh, he definitely needed to stop the fight yeah, as a you, as a yeah, it, avid it, it watcher. Almost, yeah. It's almost uh, split from the bottom of the lip up to almost where his nose is. I mean, that's how busted yes, up it is. Halfway between his nose and his upper lip on the left side. Yeah, yeah. Not so very... if you see, if you see that, the first thing he goes, "Oh, that's it. I'm gonna let this guy back out." But anyway, yeah. Cody Rhodes, it's uh, getting close to 7:15, so let's take a quick break. I'll shoot Kevin Casey a text, and we'll come back. And we'll talk to him, talk some jujitsu, some Black House, and a bunch of other stuff. All right, my man. Sounds good. Let's do it. <laughs> Calling him in a couple of minutes for the people listeners. You're here on the mat radio with Fabi Chulo. Got my man Cody Rhodes bringing us in and out. Going to be talking to Kevin Casey in just a couple of minutes. Got Caspell coming up at about the 45 minute mark. Uh, got a lot to talk to him about. Uh, lucky getting to go out to Hawaii to go fight. You know, uh, big stuff coming up for that guy, man. Plus, it's wrestling season. That guy's got a lot going on. So, um, Cody, let's go ahead and give. Kevin Casey a call. Hopefully he's going to pick up because I know he was teaching class and finishing up or something like that, so hopefully we'll be able to get him on air because that is one busy, busy man. He's been training that bolt wrestling get him to the promised land, you know what I'm saying? Might be going to voicemail. No, I'll just hang up now. Did it did it go away? Austin, let me shoot him a text and uh the million dollar question that I usually have is can we give him the call in number? Yeah. Can you make sure you get you give me the right phone number? I'm sure, man. I I definitely checked on this one. I actually have my good glasses on too. Uh what's the call in uh, number now? Five one six. Five one six. Four five three. Four five three. Sixty ninety six. Sixty ninety six. Oh, he's texting back. So he might be. Um, he might be saying, "Oh, I missed the call." I can't say anything to him because I don't want to get choked out. Mm. Have you seen? Have you seen Kevin Casey on? On oh, he just. <laughs> So <clears throat> let's try him again. Maybe, maybe um, I guarantee we're going to get our paths crossed, and you'll be calling while he's trying to call in.
Hello? Hey, Kevin, it's Fabiano. You're live on On The Mat Radio. Can you hear me, my friend? Yeah, I hear you loud and clear, brother. Ah, How's good. it going? It's going good for the people listening to us. You're here. You're at On The Mat Radio. Don't forget, you can always go to onthemat.com. Check out all the latest information. And on the line with us right now, good friend of the show, Kevin Casey. Kevin, how are you, my friend? Good, man. Life is good. Staying yeah. busy. You know, that's what I'm saying. Always busy, always training, and always got a lot of stuff going on. But real quick before we get into that, you know, I, I got to tell you, man, the it's funny because my producer Cody and I are always talking, and, you know, we, we kind of fell out a little bit because uh, our boss okay. is opening hospitals and stuff out in Mexico and Puerto Rico. So we had to shut down for a little while, and, you know, we were bummed. But then, you know, the jiu-jitsu community, and I would say a little bit of MMA, but mostly the jiu-jitsu community really stepped yeah. up and talked, and talked to Scotty and said, hey, you got to bring this show back on. Jiu-jitsu's hot right now. You know, we, we need a, a vehicle to, to promote our shows and stuff like that. So with that being said, you know, we actually got back on the air, and, and it was awesome. So ju- I'm just Amazing. putting that out there. Yeah, I'm just putting that out there because – um, especially you, who's been in it for for such a long time, and and like I like to say, the roots, you know, from the beginning and all that. I mean, have you seen that big significant change of how much jujitsu has come to the forefront? I mean, it's huge right about now. Yeah, you know, I've I've, I've watched some of the uh, some of the sites like Flow Grappling, and you see some of the competitions that get a billion views, and it's like, you know, to have that that kind of uh, audience, you know, is amazing. And now it seems as if, you know, you can actually have a career that's, you know, profitable if you're, you know, if you're a marquee name just doing jujitsu, you know. So, you know, and, and, and just the, uh, the the international aspect, you know, you got these other countries, you know, Korea and, and Russia and, and all of these places, you know, Dubai and, and, and the guys throwing, you know, amazing tournaments. So I, you know, I I just think it's uh it's great for the guys and uh you know back back when I was heavily competing it was like get a medal you know and yeah. and that was about it you know yeah. other than Abu Dhabi it, it, there there wasn't really anything so you know even now you have the fight to win and you know all these different events that are that are paying some cash so yeah well we had uh, Seth Daniels on who who's doing the fight to win and all these these different tournaments and that man. There's no rest because he finishes one tournament and he starts going, yeah. starts working on another one, like in another state or whatever. So it's like it's like all over. Now, here's the thing. I mean, I, I would say Abu Dhabi has been the pinnacle of of jujitsu because that's the main. Like, if you're an Abu Dhabi champion, that's that's huge. But there, there's so many others, you know, that are out there. Like you said, fight to win. But a lot of the the emails and the messages and stuff I get, it's like we we don't want to. A lot of them have. Uh, straight away from training in the gi, and then I got other people say, "Yeah, but that's the roots, man. You gotta learn in the gi. You gotta understand." But other people are like, "No, nah, man. The way to go now, the, where the money is, is no gi. Uh, Eddie Bravo Invitational, Fight to Win, you know, stuff like yeah. that." Do, do you do you do you get that a lot too, or do? Well, first of all, I'm not gonna come up to you and say that, but do you kind of feel that too? That people are kind of straying away from the gi now. I I think that the the trend right now is is, is definitely no gi. But at the same time, you know, for for me being, uh, you know, what I consider to be a little bit more traditional, that you know the 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 art, you know, the fine aspects of the art, are going to be implemented with with the gi, you know, and 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 that that's 
you know, the, that makes it a much more uh, technical kind of a game. And especially if you get to, you know, some of the the smaller guys taking on bigger guys, they can be they can be you know much more effective with the gi and much more technical. And and, and then you have more exciting matches when we're having the you know smaller guys sometimes going against the the bigger guys. Yeah, you know that's that's what. I liked and what I hated why it's not around no more is Metamorris because Metamorris mixed it up. They had they had some guys in the gi, some without the gi, and it was like the best, the best of the best in those, you know. So I'm hoping something like that comes around again where they have some sort of um, like it's all super fights and some in the gi and some are and then there's well, some like fight, fight to win. Fight to win does that, you know. They right. they even have judo matches, you know. So right. I, I I love the events. I've competed for them a couple times, and, and yeah. every time I was there, it was a packed crowd, and they had plenty of uh, you know different levels, different styles, and it was all action. Yeah, I I agree with that. I just for some reason I like that feel of of Metamorphs. It just had a like a certain feel. To, it's funny because when we shot some commercials for Lucky Gee, we used kind of like that because they would show the two competitors and then right before they were about to lock up, they'd stop and then they put their names up. And it was just really cool, I thought, the way that was put together. But real quick for the people listeners, you're here, you're on the mat radio with Fabi Chulo, got my man Cody Rhodes bringing us in and out. And on the line with us right now, Kevin Casey, talking a little bit about, you know, uh, competing in the gi and without the gi. Now, Kevin, uh, who you still are you still training and working out at, at Black House? Yeah, I coach. I coach over at Black House, and and I do my training over there. And uh, yeah, Black House has been like a a stable for me, you know, because I'm I'm a lot of times I'm I'm one foot in MMA and one foot in on, on the jujitsu. So that's one of uh, you know one of my my home bases as far as my MMA and wrestling goes. Well, I I gotta tell you, I saw a picture with you and Kenny Johnson. Um, over there at Black House, who, who who teaches the wrestling over there, and yeah. I went to I went to one of his seminars, and I and I followed him, and we've had him on the show, and he's good friends with with Scott Nelson, and let me tell you, that alone, that bolt wrestling when I was coaching high school, got us to the promised land. I mean, that man is, is yeah. That bolt wrestling, I keep trying to tell people that'll get you to the promised land. So real quick for the people listeners, can you tell us a little bit about that? Because it's a little bit, I don't want to say a uh, different style, because it's pretty traditional but just a, a lot of the things that he does um are a little bit different so tell us a little bit about training with him uh, working on your wrestling well well for one you know as as of uh you know lately i've i've seen this you know this argument between okay you know is it wrestling and jiu-jitsu is better and uh you know for me i was very resistant to to accepting wrestling in the beginning you know and kenny's a great coach but I was, you know, I was hard-headed. I was stuck in in my ways and in my tradition. But once I opened my mind to to the possibilities of being effective, you know, at wrestling, then it just took my my game to a, another level, you know. And and both both styles complement each other, you know. And I think that I think that um, a lot of jujitsu guys, for the most part, are are weak in that area. And so it becomes this situation where they're they're pulling guard or they're sitting on their ass and you know and they're scooting in to a match and and I think that 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 ultimately cheats the fans out of a big part of the uh, the competition and that's takedowns. You have to be well versed in takedowns. And and Kenny, you know, Kenny has has been in the game for. I mean, he's been you know 
wrestling for over 30-something, 40 years, something like that. And um, he, he's, uh, he's probably the most experienced wrestling coach when it comes to uh, uh, dealing with competitors, dealing with fighters specifically, you know. So his brand is going to give you exactly what works. You know, some things, some things transfer over well and some things don't. And he's kind of figured out this system of what's going to work and what's going to get you to where you need to be. Like back in the days, I never would have thought of, you know, myself as someone who would go for a shot or go for yeah. a, a power double leg. And, and now I'm able to, to do those techniques. And, you know, so it's just one of those things where I think it's the natural evolution for, you know, a guy like, you know, Gordon Ryan, who's phenomenal on the ground, to be able yeah. to have, a, 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 you know, a heavy takedown game and, and really, you know, take down high-level guys. Yeah, and it, it, the proof was there because he went against Bo Nickel uh, or whatever not too long ago. And, uh, it, I mean, it's not that it was really wrestling against against jiu-jitsu because, I mean, you're both grappling when it, when it comes down to it. But, I mean, that, that Gordon Ryan is just, you know, him, uh, Gary Lee Tonin, those guys are like, you know, really – <clears throat> kind of like what you're saying, you know, shooting the power doubles and, 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 and implementing that into their into their jiu-jitsu and stuff like that. Because like every other sport, it, it's, you know, you have to evolve. You have to up your game. So, and, you know, it, it, it's good that you said that because that makes sense. He, he kind of gives you what you can use that's going to help you when you're competing in, in grappling or jiu-jitsu or whatever. So that's, now, Black House, is that still private? or, or uh, It's still, like, mostly private for fighters and stuff, right? You can't just be like, oh, I feel Yeah, like Black House is, is still private, and uh, they are in, in um, I spoke with uh, one of the owners, in fact, yesterday about them potentially opening up some evening classes for uh, yeah. people who are interested in, in MMA. Yeah, and... and a lot of people, I know uh, Antonio McKee, him and AJ been down there, or no, you've actually been with them over at, at, at their place, right? Yeah, I have a good good relationship with, with Antonio, and, uh, you know, I go in, I keep in touch with him, we talk, and, uh, and I have a good relationship with, with the guys over there. <laughs> And I mean, they they run a they run a solid camp. <laughs> now, you, let me tell you something. I've known well. AJ was was wrestling at Poly when I was coaching at Milliken, and that dude was I mean, uh, uh, just amazing. Well, I guess when you when you come from uh, you know Antonio McKee is your father. You know you you're yeah. come you know he's really good. But for for the people listening to us, kind of explain the energy that that Antonio McKee has. Now, first of all. We, when I was working for King of the Cage, Jesse Juarez went out there and, and uh, won the King of the Cage belt in Minnesota. It was, you know, way okay. out there. So I spent two hours in the car with Antonio, and then I spent four hours on the plane with Antonio. It felt like five minutes. That dude is just a bundle of energy. And the stories that guy has and the stuff he talks about, can, can you kind yeah. of explain to the people what I'm talking about? No, a- Antonio is, is, is a knowledgeable dude. You know, and he's been in the game for a long time, paid his dues, and and now he he has the recipe. You know what I mean? So yeah. he he's confident. He's confident about that. He'll tell you he has the recipe. Everybody knows he has the recipe. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of yeah. like you know he's just sitting back, you know, watching the, the fruits of his labor, and you know, watching watching his son, you know, do do what he knows that, that he's yeah. capable of. So. It's just like I I haven't seen the dude without a smile on his face, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I you know I'm not a father yet, but I can imagine to you know be a father and, and see your son doing what you 
you train them to do and having so much success. Yeah, and I, I call him the drill sergeant because he's like, you know how when you're in the in the in the Marines or whatever, and you're running, the sergeants running right along with you, and they never get tired. That's him. I mean, that dude just does not get tired. He's always, you know, moving and in shape. I thought I was dropping my mic. So it's it's good. I'm just you know real quick. And you go you go in the gym. Up. You go in the gym, and he's gonna he's gonna grapple with you. He's gonna wrestle exactly. with you. He's gonna do. You know what I'm saying? So he's he's in there. Yeah, the proof is in, is in the pudding. Or he pra- uh, totally practices what he preaches. But anyways, hey, uh, Kevin, I got to tell you, man, you know, I called Kevin at the last minute, and he was totally down to come on, which I really appreciate. Real, real quick before we get out of here, uh, Andres Galvao, you think right now uh, he's probably the best uh, going right now in, in, in Noki Jiu-Jitsu? Yeah, he, he's a savage, you know, and, and, and he's a, a, long, he, I mean, the, a lifetime of experience for the guy. You know, yeah. and I think that sometimes people people uh, think that, you know, because you get a little bit older that you're not as, as effective. But, you know, Andre is, what, 35 years old? Yeah. And he's yeah. down there. He has that gym, and he's training all those monsters. So, you know, he has a, to, to stay on top. He has to stay on point, you yeah. know. So, yeah, there's no and, way to, to, to slack in, in that room. Oh, yeah, and to be – and Abu Dhabi super fight champion is saying something because not only just you know uh, making it to the top or whatever he's the super fight champion up there, but I've seen him twice in person. And when you see that dude, man, it's you know like I used to tell my students, you, you can't be intimidated because if you know what you're doing. But I see that dude and I'm like, dang man, that guy that guy looks like a jujitsu guy or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So hey. Kevin, man, I appreciate it. I appreciate you coming on, man. I'm, I'm so happy that jiu-jitsu is getting to where it's getting today and people are starting to take note and it's really starting to do well. Kevin Casey has been in it for a long time. What, what do you got going on in the future? You got you still involved in MMA? Are you going to start strictly going to grappling? And what about you? I'm I'm still in the middle of, of doing both. You know, I don't, have a, I don't have a fight date yet, but I plan on fighting early this year so I'm talking with a couple of different organizations and seeing what's going on and if there's a jujitsu competition that comes up that, that makes sense then I'll do that too so yeah. you know I'm I'm, I'm kind of in, in in the middle of where, uh, what I want to do so we'll see Okay, well, do me a favor. If you if you uh, get a fight booked or jujitsu, just shoot me a text or whatever so I know, and we'll promote it right here on this show, man, so we can get that place packed. All right, my man? Excellent. Thanks a lot for having me on. Have a good one. Absolutely. For the people, listeners, don't forget Kevin Casey. He's on social media. If you want to put Kevin Casey in your little search engine, you come up on there. You can follow him. Um, big things coming up, man, and we appreciate it. All right, Kevin, we'll talk to you soon. All right, my man? All right, for sure. Later. All right, you got uh, Cody, take us to a quick break. We'll be right back after this. Kevin Casey, everybody. Dude, I got so excited, I, I knocked my mic over and all kinds uh-huh. of stuff. Can't take <laughs> you nowhere. I had to try to pull myself together or whatever. So, um, hey, it's good to have Kevin on, man. That dude's been been through a lot. You know, he I I believe he's also married to uh, one of Muhammad Ali's daughters. If you if you check his uh, 
his social media. He's got a couple of pictures up there, or whatever. And that's, I mean, that's that's huge, man. I mean, married yeah. somebody who's a legend like that or whatever. So, but always a nice guy. I mean, I, I like to call him the smooth operator because he's real. You look at oh, him, yeah. and I'm like, dude. Did, I mean, that dude is always in shape or whatever. But he's super, super nice, super nice. And I'm gonna talk to Ed Suarez, and and um. Uh, see if we can go down there and, and do a live broadcast from there just so the people can kind of get the feel for it. Because, I mean, dude, it, it it is private, but all the main, like Tony Ferguson, he's been down there get, when they want to get ready for a huge fight. You know, they all, they all go down there and go, and go check it out at Black House. You know, you can go uh, work uh-huh. on your wrestling with, yeah, you know, work on your wrestling with Kenny Johnson, you know, with your jiu-jitsu for all the jiu-jitsu guys they have over there. So we're going to have to go check that out. Plus, they have a, a slamming. Uh, hamburger stand over there. It's literally walking distance from there. So nice. we can make a we can make a remember we had Ed on, we talked about that when he was on Sorry Ed, I I know he's like, man, don't be telling that story. But uh it, it is slamming so you can make a full day or whatever. But it is very hidden. You know, when you go it's it's around the corner and it, it's kinda hard to find. But um once you get there, I mean it, it's huge or whatever. So we look forward to that. Got Cass Bell coming up in about uh, about eight minutes or so. I'm going to talk some Bellator and stuff like that, but um, going back to talking about the news, um, are you familiar with what the what the Twister is, Cody Rhodes? The Twister. Um, it's a move. No. I don't want to. I don't. I don't know if it was invented by Eddie Bravo or he just kind of kind of finessed it a little bit or whatever. But it's a it's a move where you're you and your opponent are almost um, side by side laying next to each other, but they ha- he has the legs locked, and then he takes the opponent's arm and pulls it behind his head and then grabs the chin and pulls back and it just really it, for lack of a better term twist your body into like this position where you just immediately oh, tap yeah i see it right here yeah. yeah so it's only been done uh before this once in MMA but uh this guy named Bryce Mitchell who fought on ESPN uh pulled off the twister and i saw it coming and I, you know, I go, dude, if he grabs that hand and puts it behind his head, that's it. And he, and I thought, well, I wonder, you know, if you know what's coming, if you can get out of it, uh, you know, roll forward or something like that. But he, as soon as he grabbed, put that arm behind his head, grabbed the chin and pulled, the dude just started tapping because your body is like torqued, like yeah, from, from the opposite see. side or whatever. You, you got um, it up there on on the internet. Yeah. So there's, I see a picture of this. Uh, yeah, so, so the Korean Bryce Mitchell, zombie, the yeah, Korean the Korean zombie, zombie was the first one who pulled it yeah. off. But but on the last the fights that were just on ESPN, Bryce uh-huh. Mitchell pulled it off. And I, I, I saw it come. I said, dude, he's going to put him in the twister. And as soon as he grabbed that hand and put it behind his head, I'm like, he's not going to get it. And he damn sure did. As soon as he pulled on that chin, it was over. So uh, props to Bryce Mitchell for pulling off the, the twister in an MMA fight or whatever. I mean, it's really hard to, to get – uh, or whatever, and once you get it, that's it. So it was, it was. So he got, I, I believe he got his contract um, renewed by the UFC after that fight too. He looked, he looked really good. Like I was saying, it was, it was. Uh, um, fights were pretty good, or whatever. I would have liked to seen a little bit more knockdown drag out. But first of all, uh, Ben Rothwell kicked Stefan Strude in the nuts Ooh. twice, and I, dude, I mean, that's hard. hard. Dude, the first one, well. Uh, Stephen Struve is like six foot uh, nine, I think six foot nine or six foot ten. He's huge, and Rothwell was throwing the kicks. So I don't know if you know, since he's so tall, if that's immediately where they went. So 
He kicked him once. He was down for a while, and, and he was like face down. That's how bad it was. So he got up, and it was a trip because the audience was, <laughs> the audience was like wrestling because he had his head down. So when he had his head down, the, the crowd would boo, and then he put his head up, and they start going, yay, and then he put his head down, and they boo. <laughs> it's like, what the hell's going on? Because they wanted him to continue. So he continues. He gets out there, kicks him right in the nuts again. I mean, and it was, dude, it was hard. So he goes down again, same thing, crowds booing and yaying and all that. And I I don't know if they feel pressure from the crowd to like, man, I, I, I guess I got to fight because I could think I'm a, a wussy or whatever. So he he went back out there to fight. So what's his name? Uh, Rothwell knew he was going to be behind on point, so he went right after him, started swinging. Ended up catching him with an uppercut and stuff and, and dropped him. So the referee stopped the fight. But you could read Stefan Stuve's lips. He's like, what am I supposed to do? I was all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and the referee was like, well, well, you wanted to continue. He goes, well, I was all messed up. I couldn't even, like, you know, stand or whatever because it, it hurt so bad or whatever. So a- after the fight, Ben Rothwell even said, he said, man, you know, I hate to have a win like that, but, you know, once, once I have him, I got to go after him and and whatever. But to me, I mean, we we got to get some referees on here to, yeah. uh, to figure out the rules or whatever, because to me, after you kick him in the nuts the second time and he's really down, I mean, it's like, dude, I know you you don't want to continue. I mean, you want to continue to fight, but maybe, you know, let me call it. Um, I think it was in the second round, so I don't know if they go to the scorecards after that or whatever. But, I mean, he could, I mean you could tell he was still, like, you know, sore or for whatever it is, you know, when you get oh, kicked yeah. in. Yeah, so. You, you anyway. get kicked in a freaking MMA fight and tell me how it feels. Oh, I know, or, or I'm, dude, you don't even have to hit, hit somebody that hard for them to go down because. It, well, I you know. know. I mean, imagine just <laughs> randomly getting kicked and then <sighs> ten times dude, that much in an MMA fight because these I, guys are trained to kick you. I couldn't like, even fathom it. I couldn't even fathom it, dude. So probably for nut didn't explode or something. Just being able to, to continue the fight, but anyways, you know what? I'm, I'm going to give Casbell a. a, a a quick message and see if he's ready to go. So go ahead and take us to a quick break, Cody, and we'll come back and we'll get Cass Bell in here and talk some uh, going to Hawaii for Bellator. All Yeah, I was just reviewing that the pictures about the that uh that move. And it looks like it's not uh it's not like the zombie did, but very very close. The twister? Yeah, so what it is yeah. is I can see that he has his leg locked, the left yeah. leg locked. And then it looks like that he got the opponent's hand behind his neck. Right. And somehow worked his arm behind his opponent's neck, and then he just kind of laid back, and that's right. kind of how it tapped out. <clears throat> very, very similar to how the the <clears throat> zombie did it, but not quite yeah. exactly. But you're 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 pu- pushing him one way and pulling oh, yeah, him the other yeah. way, or whatever. Yeah, no. so, I can right. imagine that freaking hurting like hell. Well, 
I'll tell you what, we, we can. I'm pretty sure there's some Tenth Planets out there in Arizona. Maybe we can mm-hmm. have somebody put that on you so you could kind of feel it for yourself. Yeah, you know. Wait, maybe I'll, maybe I'll straighten my back <laughs> a little bit or something. <laughs> you might even walk better or whatever. But anyways, yeah. real quick, for the people listening to us, you're here. You're on the mat radio with Fabi Chulo. Got my man Cody Rhodes bringing us in and out. I'm talking to Kevin Casey, but um, let's go ahead and give Cass Bell a call. Hopefully he picks up. I know he's busy teaching and wrestling and doing all kinds of – making shirts and all kinds of stuff. So let's see if we can get him on real quick. Talk some Bellator, which, which to me is moving in the right direction. Hello? Hey, Cass, it's Fabiano. You're live on On The Mat Radio. Can you hear me, my friend? Hey, yes, I can. How are you doing? Uh, uh, doing good. Real quick for the people listeners, don't forget you're here at On The Mat Radio. You can always go to onthemat.com as well as myluckygee.com and check out all the latest stuff we have. Uh, but on the line with us right now, good friend of the show, Cass Bell. Cass, you, you've got to be busy because not only are you getting ready for a fight, but it, it's a wrestling season and all that. So, I mean, right about now, what, what's going on? Uh, yeah, you are right. Everything is super busy, super crazy right now. Um it is wrestling season. I mean, right now I'm mostly, you know, uh, focusing on this fight. It was a, you know, a short notice fight. And um and so really, you know, I'm just trying to do it all. You know, I'm I'm still coaching the kids. Um they have a tournament this weekend that they're going to. I'm unfortunately not going to be able to make it just because I got to focus on this fight and I don't want to be getting sick. Everybody right now is getting sick and stuff, so I'm like trying to stay away from, you know, all that, you know, all the vitamin C I could get and all the vitamins, so um, fingers crossed that doesn't happen. But, yeah, no, besides that, just staying busy. I just uh, got my shirts all in, so now that's super crazy because everybody's picking all, all the shirts that everybody ordered. Um, yeah. But, I mean, it's good. It's You know, I'm used to it. I'm used to it this time. I've done it so many times now that it's just, uh, you know, just another day. We'll see and also cutting weight. Yeah, we, we we talk about that a lot on this show. People just see the finished product. They see you in the cage and fighting. They don't see all that, you know, all the stuff that goes into it. You know, if you get called with short notice, you know, making weight, uh, being in shape, being ready, <clears throat> and stuff like that, that's a lot that goes into it. And not only that, like you said, getting your shirts together, your merch, and all that stuff, it, it, it does take it does take quite a bit. So I like those shirts, too, by the way. I saw the green ones with the white. Those those are pretty cool. You get a lot of demand for that because um, this one's in Hawaii, right? Yes, yes. So usually when they're out this way, you just see a sea of green shirts out there, so they they still picking them up for the Hawaii show? Oh, yeah, yes, definitely. I actually sold more shirts than I ever had have this time. Mostly, I mean, you know, a lot is obviously my name's getting bigger and stuff, so more people are finding out about me, but also uh, a lot of people can't go to this fight. This is only for the military and their family, so um, yep, so I had it so so there's a lot of people that were talking, you know, like trying to go, but I was like, I can't, you know, they only gave me a certain amount of tickets, and uh, that's, you know, I already gave them out to whoever, you know, everybody that was going. They hit me yeah. up, you know, in the beginning. So uh, so everybody, you know, is just buying buying the shirts, just uh, show their support. Yeah, they, they do. I mean, it, it is like a family out there, man, a lot of support. Um, You know, oh, I, could, I, I shot Joe Tendora a, a text. Uh, I don't know if he changed his number or not because I was trying to get him on before because I don't know if, if you've been – uh, keeping up or whatever, and we're talking about this at the beginning of the show. Uh, Cody and I were were off air for a while. Uh, it, everybody's heard the story; they're probably tired of me telling it. But we were off for a while, and that was going to be it. We had our last show. We had Punk Ass from Tap Out, Scotty Nelson, the owner, Ed Sorres from LFA, and that was it. But the yeah, 
I got to be honest, it was mostly the jiu-jitsu community. A few MMA people got together and, and said, hey, man, you know, like I was talking about at the beginning, we want to use this show as a vehicle to get our stuff out there. Can you get them back on the air? And we were so happy, you know, to have all yes. that done and that, that we're back. So it just goes to show, you know, if it, that, that there is still a lot of support out there for the MMA community and the jiu-jitsu community. So <clears throat> luckily we're, we're able to be back on the air. And this is what we do for guys like Caspell. It's funny because when you, when you put the picture up from the king of the cage, <clears throat> yes. I remember – that day like it was yesterday. It was such yes. I mean yep. <laughs> it, the event itself was was really cool. That was like one of the first times I got to take my family and they got to see 'cause <clears throat> it's a lot different when you go than when you watch it on T V. And then when yep. it's somebody that you know or whatever, I mean it's it's totally different. So that was like one of the first times and my wife who hates she hates jujitsu boxing and all, when she went she said, Wow, it's a lot different when you go and same thing. Yeah, she went. Yeah. She went with me to the weigh-ins, and she saw people cutting weight. And then if this guy doesn't make the weight, you got to change the contract. And so much that goes into it that that actually made her, you know, a little bit more interested. So that's why we're glad we're back on there, so we can get guys like Cass Bell on here, who's working hard, you know, to to get up there. And, and you know, <clears throat> I got to tell you, Cass, I'm not, I'm not gonna put down UFC or anything like that, but this is just me. This is just my opinion. That's, you know, everything, yeah. everything has has went to uh, apps or whatever, but Bellator, you can still see it on, on Paramount TV. You know, if you want to yep. get the pay-per-view, you can. And to me, I think it's better for you guys because, you, you hey, you put it on Paramount Network, there's Cass Bell, he gets his name out there, you see how well he does, you become a fan, and, and, and it, it does a lot more. Do, do you kind of get that, or do you kind of – Am I am I just too old school and not getting into the 21st century with these apps? No, definitely. I, I think it is, but they also do. They Bellator actually moved to apps also, but uh, but uh, but yes. I mean, I mean, it is cool. I mean, I get hit up all the time now. People hit me up and they're like, "Man, I saw you, you know, on this show. I saw you on this." Um, I actually just got hit up yesterday. My girl found out that I was on. Uh, I'm on MT, uh, MTV. Yeah. And I thought that was super funny. <laughs> yeah, and but uh, so. But back in that day, when you had that match and, and, and won the amateur title for King of the Cage, you know, yes. they taped for, for Mob TV, and then about, you know, three or four weeks down the road, it comes on Mob TV, <clears throat> and it runs all day on that Monday. Yes. Yep. So it, it's yep. the exposure was great. I remember when we had the meeting, and they said, hey, you know, uh, Mav TV is uh, becoming a sponsor. Then the UFC jumped on for for the UFC Fight Pass because they had so much footage from all the people on King of the Cage and I'm like, see, that's what I'm talking about, the exposure to get those guys yes. out there. So luckily Oh yes, definitely. Yeah, Cass was fighting back then so he was able to to, you know, jump on it. Now, real quick for the people listeners, don't forget if you want to check out Cass Bell, it's Bell Bellator two thirty five. It's Friday, December twentieth. It's in Hawaii. Now are they gonna show your fight do you know on, on the Paramount Network or is it gonna be on Amazon yes. or Yes, so it, no, so it is going to be on uh, the Paramount Network, and then also I'm trying to find out right now if it's going to be on the Zone. So they're they're showing the main card uh, for the the Friday fight, December 20th fight, uh, on the Zone, but the main card. So I'm trying to I'm ask. I just sent an email to uh, Bellator just to make sure, so I could tell everybody. Because like I said, no, there's not that many people are going. I think I have 18 people that are actually going to this fight um, yeah. that I could actually only get tickets for, but. Uh, they, um, but for everybody else, definitely on Paramount, and I'm trying to figure out if you could watch it, you know, on DAZN, and, 
or and whatever else. Maybe the Bellator app that they have. It just depends. I'm not sure yet, but I will find that out, and then I'll make a, a post in that, let everybody know. Well, for the people listening, <clears throat> if you if you put Cast Bell in your little search engine on social media, it keeps everybody up to date on there. So if you follow him, he's always putting the information up there so you can check out him. It's DAZN. I don't know why I call it Danzen. Oh, I I used to call it too. Yeah, the zone, like get get in the zone, you know, the yeah. zone. Um, I called it too when I first fought, you know, my first Bellator fight. I was calling, oh, Dazzin, and a lot of people were, and they're like, and then finally somebody's like, no, it's the zone. I'm like, oh, well, all right. And I still hear people calling it Dazzin, even some people that you know work uh, still work there. Yeah. So the fight is December twentieth on Friday. When when do you take off for Hawaii? Uh, actually, Monday. So this Monday I'm leaving. I'm leaving to drive to San Francisco, and then we fly out Tuesday morning, and then I'll be in Hawaii all the way. I'm staying extra with my family all the way until December 27th. So oh, we're gonna get Christmas hot. down there. Oh heck yeah! Yeah, yeah we're gonna get. Out. That works out well. Oh, it's gonna be you awesome. Get, there, get acclimated, and because I believe they're behind us, I think time-wise or whatever. two hours right now. Yes. Yeah. I believe it's yeah. two hours. Usually it's three, but because our time, we just had our time change. It's uh, two hours right now. And yeah. uh, and it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be exciting. I've never been there before. My family's never been there before. So I mean, it's yeah. a cool. Huh? We're taking cool. an awesome family trip. So yeah, no, we're super excited about it. Celebrate Christmas there, and yeah. uh, and then hang out, you know, in Hawaii, and, and fight for the saying. troops. That's cool that you get to do all that, you know, uh, help out the troops and so they come check it out and get to stay for a little while with the family. That I think that works out really well. And nobody more deserving of that than Cass Bell. Now. What about the kids? I mean, are they deep into wrestling season, or they're like, "Hey, we're going to Hawaii. We might miss a couple of matches. We don't care." Yeah, yep. So they're, uh, <laughs> so yeah, they're they're actually going to wrestle this weekend. I won't be there with them, but they're going with their teammates and uh, and then my assistant coaches that I have going. So they'll be fine. You know, they'll be kicking butt over there. And then uh, when we go down to Hawaii, they want to actually cha- uh, tr- uh, train and uh, do some wrestling if there's any wrestling classes. I haven't really found any wrestling yet, but they want to do some, uh, you know, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and whatever kid classes they offer. So they're going to be training up there. They're super excited. They're actually super excited more to train than to go surf and snorkeling. I'm like, we go snorkeling and surfing. They're like, we want to go train. I'm like, all right, whatever you guys want to do. So yeah, well, it's, it's, can't wait. It's, it's in the blood. You know what I mean? I mean, it's yes, just, yes, it, it's, DNA. We, we talk about it being a lifestyle. They're just used to it. You know what I mean? So so they're yep. just used to, you know, uh, the grind and stuff like that, which, you know, not only that, but it, it just keeps them focused and, and the discipline and stuff like that. That's why I'm always talking to Cass about that. My, my problem is what you talked about before is when they get to be 16, 17, I had a hard time yep. keeping them focused because they figure they start checking out the girls and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. uh, how, you, I know you, uh, they're small right now, but once they get – have you had any problems like that where you kind of keep them focused or whatever, the older kids? Yes, yeah, so I have had a couple. So far it's been really well. You know, and, you know, and uh, and the biggest thing too, I've had uh, uh, this this one kid that I've uh, been training for a while. He actually uh, his his he's actually his girlfriend now actually wrestles with him. So that was awesome. So now they practice together. They show up and work out. They train together. They're always there, you know, uh, ready to work. So I mean, I never even thought about that. Like that would even be a possibility. But they they made it work. So I'm like, sweet. But now with the other kids, you know, I had one kid who was with me seventh and eighth grade, and then he and he was working, training super hard. Then he got in high school. He he wanted to hang out with you know his friends and girls and yeah. stuff. So I lost him during 
during a, a year or so. And, but he got himself in trouble too, be it, you know, not having, you know, not having a place to train, not doing anything. My doors was always open, but he got himself in trouble being high school, being free, being able to do whatever you want pretty much. And, uh, but I finally got him back. I told him, Hey, you got, you know, you got, you know, stop being dumb. And I know you're young and stuff. We all make, you know, stupid decisions, but you got to get back in training and stuff. I got him back in here and now he's training. Now he's, uh, now he's kicking butt, but it was a hard thing. It was a hard thing for a year, uh, losing him for a year. Cause he wanted to do, you know, do his own thing and, and feel it out. But now he's back and he's focused more focused than he's ever been. And, uh, he's actually kicking butt and his wrestling seasons, uh, just started a couple of weeks ago. So. Yeah, I'm actually super gotta, proud of him. They got to see somebody like you, how well you're doing and how far you've gotten and, and the things like, just little things like that, getting to go to Hawaii and oh, yeah. and, and fight out there and stuff like that. So they got to see that and go, man, you know, that, that that's what I strive to be. That's why it's good. That's why you have people like Cass Bell on here because he's so focused and determined, you know, and I'm sorry, man, I might be a little bit biased, but I think once you're a wrestler, it's just cake from there because if you can get through that oh, yeah, grind and, and stuff like that it, it really really uh makes a, a, a an athlete out of you for sure well so for the people listeners, don't forget bellator 235 it's friday december 20th it's going to be in hawaii um some some of it's going to be on the paramount network some of it's be on the zone or whatever so make sure you keep it you can also go to bellatormma.com to get the uh information from there if you want to or you could check out Cass bell on all his social media, keeps everybody up to date uh, right there. Cassa, anybody you want to thank or whatever before we let you go? I know you got sponsors, and I know you got people with the shirts and stuff like that. Go ahead and let us know who you want to thank. All right, sweet. Thank you. Yes, uh, I definitely want to thank, you know, everybody who's been supporting me from the beginning. It's been awesome. It's been a fun ride, and, you know, it's going to keep going. And uh, and so, I mean, a big thanks to all you guys. I make sure, make sure you guys, when you guys tune in, I make sure to wave, uh, wave to all you guys. So when I'm waving out there, I'm waving to everybody, you know, that's been supporting me, everybody that's watching, all the kids. Yeah, you know, I'm showing my love, you know, in that way. And then um, I definitely got to thank, you know, definitely my sponsors, uh, Next Level. They've been with me for a while now. They've been great. That's why I get all my high-altitude high training in, and I do all my cryotherapy through them. And uh, so, I mean, that's they're just awesome. Obviously, I got to thank Adventure's Edge. Adventure's Edge actually is the one who flew me and my coach out to Vegas when I fought for the – king of the cage world title and won it so uh, you know big, so they've been with me for a long time so definitely you know big thanks to them and they're still with me to this day um and then definitely human truth body works who uh jack collins owns that and uh, i i see him every friday so it's like a big torture session but it's so awesome he fixes any injuries i have i bring my kids to him he fixes any you know my kids have little injuries he fixes them you know right up super quick so i mean he's amazing um definitely couldn't you know work as hard as you know without him i also have uh, visual concepts and uh, visual concepts concepts now is the guy who makes all my shirts so he makes all the design his name's noah and uh, his team i mean they're they're just wonderful they've been with me for a long time now and uh, they made that awesome design every design since i've been pro they've been making um so definitely big shout out to them um definitely got to say uh big thanks to uh, new wave realty um they they've been with me for a couple of years now. They have an awesome family. I actually coach their kids um, in wrestling and self defense, and so you know, like they're just great people. And then another big sponsorship I got to say thank to uh, is uh, Redwood Coast Water Company. Um, Jeremy Kurtz, who owns that, I mean, like he's been amazing. He he keeps me uh, all. Uh, he keeps me. Uh, what's the word? I can't believe I'm going blank right now. I'm cutting weight. 
Yes, yes, hydrated, yes, definitely. <laughs> and uh, so big thanks, big shout out to him. He's always been there for me. So it's awesome. And then also I have to say thank you to my team, Institute of Combat. I mean, you know, they've been with me since day one. Uh, definitely my coach, John Thompson. Um, you guys are going to be hearing and seeing more about him. Like just, like he's obviously I'm biased about, about him because I've been with him forever since the beginning. But still, you know, I've been to other places and stuff, and he's by far the best coach I've, you know, ever, ever met and ever trained under. Um, especially in Humboldt County, and uh, and so his name's getting out there. I got to thank, you know, Levi Cope, who comes in. He's also – he's our assistant coach who comes in and uh, kicks my butt and keeps me focused and all that good stuff. Um, it was actually his birthday the other day, so happy birthday to him. And then uh, another, Darla Lewis, who's uh, my nutritionist now. She's been training with me. She's a training partner, but she's actually doing all my nutritionist. She makes all my food. She brings all my food to me every yeah, every day. It's it's awesome. She spoils me, makes me different meals every single day. So it makes my weight cut, you know, so easy, so simple. Uh, everybody needs a diet pretty much, you know. It's like she makes my makes this fight so easy by cutting the weight. And then also my teammate, you know, I got Tyson Miller who fought a Bellator last time. I don't know if you guys saw that fight, but uh, his uh, he broke his opponent's leg. He did uh, the guy kicked his leg. He checked it like uh, you remember Anderson Silva. When yeah. he uh, when he broke his no, leg, no, yeah. Sure. yeah, yep, exactly. Same thing happened to his opponent for my uh, for Tyson Miller's first fight, um, you know. And uh, but he's in there pushing me. I can't wait to see him fight again. He should be fighting soon, so that's gonna be awesome. He's one and zero as a pro, and then everybody else, you know, on my team, and then yep. you know, uh, you know, and that's you know, and everybody else who's supported me from the you know from the beginning and supporting me now. You know, I get so yep. much love. I I hear all the see all the good comments. I make sure to reply back to everybody um, and like all the good comments, you know, that makes me wake up every morning, work harder, push in, put in more time and all that stuff. So like I said, I got to thank everybody um, yeah, that's, you know, sure. been helping me and, following and my it, career. It just goes to show how many, you know, how much support you have and, and a lot of things that it takes to get, to get to where you are today, sponsors and, and trainers and nutritionists and stuff like that. It's not, you don't just sign a waiver and go fight anymore. It's a lot. Now, real exactly. quick, before we let you get out of here. I'm gonna tell you yeah. something that's on my bucket list. Let me know if you have something on your bucket list. My uh, yeah. number number one on my bucket list is I would like to go see wrestling, Iowa against Penn State. Uh, that's one yeah. of the things I want to do at Iowa. Uh, that's one yes. of the things on my bucket list. You got anything <laughs> like that on your bucket list? Okay, no, I mean that would be awesome. I mean my bucket list is take all the kids I'm coaching, you know, uh, try to make enough money doing this fight stuff, and then take them. Take them to, you know, some big tournaments like Fargo would be awesome. Oh, and just yeah. watch, you know, watch the kids just go and, and just, you know, compete and, you know, hang in there with them, see how well they could do. Um, and then also go overseas with them, too, and go to yeah. some big tournaments. You know, that's my that's definitely one of my goals. And uh, something that's on my bucket list, too, is see how far these kids go. Because, you know, I know I know a lot of these kids, you know, I did, I did it in seventh grade. I dropped all my sports and just started wrestling. Um, as soon as I found wrestling, you know, and that's what some of these kids are going, going to do also, you know, they're going to find something that they really love or they want to try and that's fine. You know, that's their life, you know, that's what they want to choose. And, yeah. uh, but, uh, I can't wait just to see, you know, what all these kids are going to do in their lifetime. Like it's, you know, it's just some, I, you know. when, when I watched the finals on ESPN 
and and you know that's when they show like the the parents and stuff in the stands, and you see these yes, kids that yes. are like four time All America or whatever, and then they they finally get that big win and win a national championship, and they show the yep. parents and they're crying, and, and I'm like, man, if that was my son, I would I don't know I probably wouldn't be able to control myself because yeah, exactly, like, and they're just like yes, you know or whatever, so that that would be huge for me. But anyway, yes. yes, hey man. A million thank yous for coming on, man. We appreciate it. We wish you luck for sure in your fight. Um, everybody, make sure you check out that fight. Support Cass Bell, man. He's a good dude, and he's a wrestler, man. So that's what it gets. That's the toughness that it comes from. So uh, keep in touch with us for sure, Cass. We'll make sure we keep everybody up to date on everything what's happening uh, with with Bellator and your fights and all this and the, the wrestling and stuff like that for sure. If you want to put Cass Bell in your little search engine, uh, keeps everybody up to date on social media. I follow him because I get all the information from there myself. And, again, wish you the best of luck. All right, my friend? Heck, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me on. It's a pleasure. All right, you got it. For the people listening, don't forget, Cass Bell, big Bellator fight coming up. It's Bellator 235. It's Friday, December 20th from Hawaii, and it's also a tribute to the troops, so make sure you check it out. Cody Rose, take us to a quick break. We'll be right back to wrap everything up. Cass Bell, everybody. How about that Cass Bell, huh? Yeah, totally. Yeah, got them, got, them sh- got them shirts going. It's a trip because uh, I think if I remember, uh, albeit vaguely, when he won the, the belt out there in, in King of the Cage, you know, it was, it was really one of the best times I had. Like I said, it was the first time I got to take my family out there and, and they got to check out the fights live and everything. And I if, I'm pretty sure – we were talking and stuff like that, and then when we, when we were done and we we're following each other on social media, he goes, uh, "You're a wrestler too." I said, "Oh yeah, big coach." He goes, "No, no, no, you're a pro wrestler." He goes, you, and I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "What's that?" I go, "Dude, you don't want to know. You make absolutely no money." And we had that conversation, and it was so funny. Because he was like, <laughs> yeah. You know, everybody thinks you make all this money and you're a big superstar and all that, and they have no idea the, what the struggle is or whatever. So That's great to have sure. him on. And of course, Kevin Casey, who we had at the beginning of the show. Um, talking, you know, about grappling and jujitsu and everything like that, and guys like that, Kevin Casey, Cass Bell, you know, to get them on the show, not only does it help them to promote their stuff and get their stuff out there, but it helps us to legitimize the show, you know, as whatever. I, I've been going back and forth. There's a few people that say, oh, there's so many shows, and, you know, you, what can you do different, and blah, 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 whatever. We don't care. We just want to get those guys out there, man, so they have a, a – a, vehicle to promote their stuff because to me cody Rhodes, i don't think these guys are getting paid not even close to what they should be these boxers oh, no, for make, sure not. make 22 million dollars a fight and don't have to fight for two or three years because they get make so much money you know these guys are grinding it out every day and, and exactly you know, right there and, and struggling so yeah so we're we're um we're there for you man any any it's funny because when i worked for tap out charles always used to tell me i don't care if these guys are fighting in Mudlick, Kentucky, or whatever, if they want to come on, you put them on, man, because, you know, it's the struggle. We want to get the sport out there and all that, and it's it, it's been like that ever since, man, just trying to get those people out there. So big thanks to them. Um, I don't know if we're going to be uh, on next Thursday because the holidays are coming up. i got to check Cody Rhodes' schedule and all that, so we'll keep What's everybody next posted. Thursday? 
look at my calendar right now. I would talk talk about it. Uh, Okay. I know you have ink and beard designs uh, in full effect right now as Christmas is fast oh, approaching. Next Thursday. Well, I'm post. I should be able to do it, um, but uh, we'll talk about it. Okay, sure. cool. Well, then, we, then more than likely we'll be back on uh, next Thursday and then uh, probably take off for, for the holidays or whatever. But we'll keep everybody yeah. posted on that. So don't forget, check out onthemat.com as well as my lucky key. Follow me on um Facebook, Instagram, and all that. It's all Fabi Chulo. And of Don't course, follow you can check out, Don't follow uh, Yes, you can check out Ink and Beard Designs. Uh, Christmas season is it. Hey, man, we should get the, the, the logo for Casbell and put that sucker on a tumbler, on a green tumbler, <laughs> and send it to him. I think it would be awesome. You know what I mean? Plus, I would get the ink. And, are you guys getting a lot of orders for Ink and Beard Designs right now? Uh, actually, yeah, we had a bunch of um, – we had our holiday um, – um, mortgageboard or <laughs> not really sale, but kind of um, this is your last chance to get it before the holidays kind of thing. And uh, yeah, so she's doing a lot of those. Um, she just picked a couple up. She just picked up a couple more orders for the holiday, for Christmas or Kwanzaa or whatever you guys celebrate um, yeah, it's out a trip. there. And the, it's a trip because I see them on there and, and I'm like, dang, I don't know how they how they get it on there or whatever, but it, they're really cool. There's some some really cool stuff on there, so check out Ink and Beer Designs, and you can follow Cody Anderson, producer extraordinaire, on yes. Facebook. So make sure you check them out. A lot of stuff coming up in the new year. You know, I don't. A lot of people, Cody Rhodes, as you know, you've been to some of the shows and they say, oh well, you know, Fabi's yeah. entertainment, but we don't think he can wrestle. Blah blah blah. Oh, whatever. I know. All, what the hell? All gonna change. This this new Ooh. year, I'm telling you, I, I've I've talked to some promoters and I said, who's your best technical wrestler? They said such and such. I said, I'll wrestle him for free. Well, okay, I'll pay his booking fee. How about that? And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, because that's how much, uh, uh, what I'm looking for means to me or whatever. Uh, I'll, yeah. The the thing is, Cody, it's all about making money. It's all about getting people in the seats. You know what I mean? So I want them to be entertained. I want them to go, damn, we got to come back and see what's going to do next time. But, you know, if you want to go technical wrestling, I'm I'm here for you or whatever. So we'll do it. As soon as the crowd gets bored, I'm going to go back to doing the entertainment. But for uh, we can wrestle for a while. So we got a lot of that coming up soon. So definitely going to uh, keep everybody posted on that. Hopefully we can make our way out to Arizona one day so Cody and I could do a live show out there. Um, and I, I got to start going up north, man. There's so many people like Cass Bell and all them and a bunch of different things that we want to do up there. So keep working on it. We'll keep everybody posted. Make sure you check us out on social media. And don't forget, you can always go to onthemat.com. Just click the OTM radio um, link and uh-huh. there's some stuff up there. And, and we'll go from there. How about that, Cody Rhodes? Sounds amazing. <laughs> All right, here. well, I'll, I'll talk to you, um, and hopefully uh, we should be able to be on next Thursday before we take a little break, and I'll uh, keep everybody posted. And Cody Rhodes, I'll talk to you real soon. All right, my friend? Sounds good, my friend. Get us the heck out of here. Sounds good. <laughs> Let's go! 